Listen, lady, you're capable, smart, and driven. Then why do you feel so overwhelmed? Hi, I'm Rithu Parikh, mom of two, wife of one, best selling author, and former perfectionist. Okay, current, but working on it. I'm here to show rockstar professionals who are doing it all that you can have an amazing career, relationships, and life by taking control of your focus, habits, and goals. Join me for simple and motivating ways to squash overwhelm and reconnect with what matters most. Welcome to Productivity on Purpose. All right, sweet friends, you are in for a real treat today because you're going to learn some fascinating, interesting, and potentially life-changing productivity tools, hacks today that will blow your mind. I cannot wait to intro you to Will Henschel of Focus at Will. I'm going to tell you a little bit about him, but I'm going to let him really get into all the juicy goodness because it's there's so much to learn. Will Henschel is an LA-based serial tech entrepreneur with five startups, an inventor of five patents, and a music producer of, yes, five number one hit records. He was the founding member and main writer in the early 90s UK pop soul band, London Beat. Their massive hit, I've Been Thinking About You, I know you know this one, it reached number one in the Billboard charts and was a top-selling single in all major territories and won him the BMI PRS Songwriter of the Year. His most recent startup is Focus at Will, which I can't wait to dive into. It's a neuroscience-driven instrumental music streaming service with over 2 million users that helps people work more effectively when working remotely. Welcome, Will. I'm so excited to have you here. That was quite an introduction. Thank you. (laughs) Well, I don't always get into everyone's background, I'll tell you honestly, but you have such a unique one. So I would love to hear from you. Can you tell us a little bit more about it? I mean, it's so interesting and so vast. And just how did you get to where you are today? Well, I'm really interested in productivity. I'm As I've got older, I've become aware of this absolute truth, which is the most precious resource we have is our time. That's, we never get that back. And that is what we're trying to do is to maximize our time so that you can spend your time wisely, right? You never get to see your kids five, six, seven, again, it happens very quickly. Um, They come and go, you know, and we spend an inordinate amount of our time at work. And in the last 10 years, I've become really interested, some people would say obsessed, with helping people be happier at work. Now, the question I think is that that begs is, you said you're interested in productivity, William, and the answer is I am, but when we are being productive, when we are actually doing the work and we're getting a sense of achievement, fulfilled at what we're doing, and you're being productive, then you're happy. We humans work best when we're happy. And when we're happy, we tend to do our most productive work. So that sort of led me on a journey. As you mentioned uh, in the intro, I'm a composer. And uh, in fact, I happen to have queued up here this just to remind you of what the song was that most people know me for. I've heard this a few times, I'm sure you have. 
and there's the Chapow Pow. You ready? There it was. You know, everyone is dancing right now. There's oh, no yeah. way that your hips, are right moving. Yeah, your hips aren't moving or your toes aren't tapping. There's no way you can hear that song and not be moving your body. Just got to say. Yeah, thank you. That was uh, number one everywhere in the 90s and um, really sort of launched my career as a writer and as a performer and musician. I was the founder of the band. I was the uh, the white guy, if anybody is interested in finding out which one I was on the guitarist. And it was a fantastic, uh, it was a fantastic journey. It really was. We were signed to a major label. We had a total of five big hits in the, in the band's career. And it, it taught me a lot firsthand about making music for the radio, radio hits, pop hits. Um, there's always a chorus, and then there's always another chorus. I've been thinking about you. The the guess what the lyric is of the chorus. I've been thinking about you four times. <laughs> That's how that goes. And then we're going to do the chorus again. There used to be this thing in the recording studio. That the producer used to say, uh, "Don't bore us. Get to the chorus." <laughs> <laughs> that's not a chorus that's a borus right <laughs> but what it taught me is how you can create a song create a piece of music that is an earworm that you cannot ignore that becomes part of the infrastructure the sort of the social infrastructure of the world and this song was it's you know it's still one of the you know most played songs on on oh, now it's oldies radio i can't believe i'm even saying that but <laughs> It's now very well, <laughs> it's very well known in oldies radio. <clears throat> so when I, uh, I quit the band and then I started, I'm an entrepreneur and I started a high tech company. I come from a, a family of inventors yeah. and um, I'd, in, I'd invented, I think my dad's inventing gene had rubbed off on me. Uh, and I, uh, along with a couple of other guys, invented some technology um, that networks recording studios. So it's to do with how, you know, you can have different musicians or different collaborators in different parts of the world. And, and we sold the company to Avid, who make the video editing software that many people know, uh, and Pro Tools, which is the professional audio editing soft software. And the technology we created became Avid Cloud Collaboration. When I sold my company, we were based in San Francisco. Um, I had 70 employees. I sold it to Avid. I then had to go and work in Avid. Mm -hmm. I was in a cubicle. I actually had a day job. It was the most insane situation for me because I'd always been the boss. So I'd been able to be very flexible with my working situation, right? Mm -hmm. So all of a sudden, hmm, I had a day job and I had to go. I worked there for 18 months. It was part of the sale of the company. And they said to me, you can't be flexible. You've got to work here at your desk. And I was like, oh, <laughs> I'm not sure I can do that. And so I'd be sitting there at my desk in my job, in my corporate job, first real job I'd had like that, because I've always been an entrepreneur and made my own situation before then. And I was like, how do I get something done? I just can't concentrate. So I reached, of course, for my headphones. Right. And I played, I've been thinking about you, right? And that really was the big lesson because I discovered very quickly that there is very little music available, or there certainly was uh, 20 years ago, that is designed or has any help that can help you in any way to be productive when you're working. 
because if you listen to anything with lyrics like like this right now there's no lyrics if you put this on while you're trying to work guess what you'd be doing you'd be listening to the lyrics singing along with it. it's a song you know really well and even if you put the headphones on to block out the other sounds around you you know let's say you're you're you you know you can hear people talking next door or there's an elevator right by you're in the coffee shop there's a lot of extra extra sound you've you've substituted one problem for another so yes you've blocked out the sounds but you have also <laughs> now you're now listening to something that you're singing along with it's distracting it's totally it's distracting. distracting yeah and most of the music, I'm now talking about anything from the Rolling Stones to Drake to Cardi B, you call it anything that you hear out there um, in the commercial music world is designed to engage you. Yeah. That's why you like it. So I, I was like, oh, this is crazy. This is like the equivalent of me drinking a whiskey when I'm working. I'm trying to listen to something for fun and pleasure while I'm trying to work and it doesn't work. So it led me down this journey to see if we could create a, um, a service that had music that is specifically designed to help you focus when you're working. And we did. Um, I formed Focus at Will 10 years ago. Our initial investors um, included Singularity University, which is a, um, an institution in the Bay Area in, in California. It's Google funded. And they helped me put together a lab, an audio lab, and we got a bunch of scientists in white coats listening to music, getting people doing standardized tests, see how focused you are. And to cut a long story short, winding forward a few years <laughs> and a lot of money, a lot of investment, we discovered that, yes, it is possible. And the secret is, is this. You know how different people have different levels of distractibility. So we all know people that are kind of like chihuahuas, mm -hmm. super hyper all the time. Yeah. And then we've all got friends who are like the Dalai Lama, really chill. Yes. And I'm always wishing I could be more like them, but yes, go on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But all the fun people are more like chihuahuas. That's true. And I, I'm a, more of a chihuahua than a, <laughs> the dog would I'm more of a chihuahua than a sort of St. Bernard. Mm -hmm. <laughs> right? Um, and the reason why this is relevant to music when you're working is that the more ADD you are, the more hyper you are, just in your brain type, um, the more easily distracted you are. Mm-hmm. We know that because if anybody has a, has a son or a daughter listening to this who is ADHD or ADD, they're very similar. Um, this is, it's an interchangeable term these days. They are often very talented, very capable young humans, but they're also very easily distracted. So we discovered that you could put people's you could, you could sort of analyze us humans and put us in buckets of how easily distracted you are. Mm -hmm. So if you were like a sleepy St. Bernard or a very sleepy dog on the left side, 
you wouldn't be distracted. You could work anywhere. You could be in a, you could be, <laughs> you'd have your desk in the median on the freeway. I don't recommend it, but you, you could do that and you'd be able to sit there and work. You could work anywhere. Right. You're not distracted. But on the other side of the distraction scale, you'd be more like, I don't know, Elon Musk. That guy is so hyper. What about yep. Ellen? You ever seen her interviewed? Good grief. She's so hyper. She's just like, whoa. Um, Oprah. Mm-hmm. Right? John Stewart. I'm talking about TV people now, but you, you know that there are people who are very, very, very hyper and very, very capable. Yep. So we discovered in Folks at Will that there are about about 12 different types of of sort of buckets of people you can put yourself into, which is how easily distracted are you on a scale of one to 10, right? By the way, most of my friends are all in the nines and tens. Because we hang out with people. We like hang us. out with people like yeah. us. Wait, so I have a question, actually. Um, yeah. Is there, have you, because you've done so much research, you've done decades on this probably, is your research specifically on teens? And I ask this because my, I have two teenage boys and they are so different than me. And I feel like they are more distractible than I am, I think, uh, because they're attached with their phones and all these devices. However, they swear they can do all their work with, I don't, it's like rap music and I sound, I sound like an oldie, but like really loud. And my son will do music with such loud music. I don't even understand how he can keep his head straight, but he swears it helps him. And so I'm like, okay. And he did, he gets great grades. He does well. So I'm like, you do what works for you. Meanwhile, I can't even sit in Starbucks because that music, it is always playing. It's words. It's not music. Yeah. It's like pop music or it's like the coffee house rendition of the pop music or whatever it is. And I can't even sit there. Um, is there something specific just because maybe a generational thing, the way that kids have been brought up with, with earphones and AirPods and, you know, stuff that in my generation we weren't brought up with, is there something that is like playing into their brain that they can focus better with it? Or is this just something that they're fooling themselves to believe? The short answer to your question is, um, the new generation have a lot more stimulus than we did growing up for sure. Right. But the fundamentals of the way people's brains are working in the new generation and in our generation is the same. There's just more stimulus now. If I can just dive into, um, I, I, I'm really happy to talk about uh, ADHD because um, it's a stigma still. Mm -hmm. Oh, your, your child has attention deficit disorder. Yeah. Huh? One of my science uh, we have a, a science team in folks at will and our lead uh, scientist is Dr. Ned Hallowell, Dr. Edward Hallowell. He's written some fantastic books about ADD, ADHD. In fact, we met Ned Hallowell because I got a phone call one day and he said, hello, I'm Ned Hallowell. And I just want to speak to the will from folks at will. I'm like, okay, I got your books. I've been reading his books. He wrote one <laughs> driven to distraction at work. Another one called driven to distraction at home. Another, he's yeah. just written all the books about ADHD. He's the expert. And he said, I've written a new book and it's called driven to distraction at work. And I've put you in it because I was listening to focus at will while I was writing it. I was like, whoa, that's awesome. <laughs> Now we're talking. <clears throat> so he was very instrumental in us helping, uh, helping us figure this out. And that is, um, 
you know how people who are, we talked about this a little bit earlier on, you think that people who are ADHD, uh, what you want to do is play them some calming music to calm them down. So let me see if I could play something calming here, something like this. I can't wait to hear these. And we intuitively think that if little Johnny over there is being kind of hyper, you want to play him this. Calm down, little Johnny. Do your homework. <laughs> it's totally true, right? That's what we <laughs> Let me guess. That's totally not right. So. No. Yeah. No, no, and no. Um, on the Focus at Will system, there are a, there are approximately 12 different types or genres of music. And our most popular uh, channel sounds like this. This is called Alpha Chill. I'm going to come back to little Johnny in a second because he wouldn't like this either. Before you tell me what little Johnny likes, I want to tell you my favorite and then I want to see if it's the same. What is it? So I'm going on right now because, by the way, I have been using this now since we've spoken and I love it. It's I'm obsessed, so I put it on all the time. And so mine is, I'm looking at mine right now, Nature Beat. Oh. And I'll do the medium or high energy. So does that mean I'm like a crazy person? Or no? I don't know, but I love that one. It's my favorite. Yes. Nature beat. Yeah. I'll tell you a little, like a little bit of disco. <laughs> a little bit, a little of, bit of disco. Yeah. Now you talking. I'm really happy you like it because Nature Beat is a secret project of mine. Nature Beat is actually a channel that I've written. Yeah, here it is. A little bit of disco. Um, well, I'm happy to hear that. Yeah, um, Nature Beat is actually the most popular channel on the system mm. by a factor of 3x. Three times more people listen to it than anything else. Let's just jump back to a kid with ADHD for a second. This 5% of our user base listen to this eight hours a day. And it is just warming up. It's going to get more crazy than that. This would make me want to just put a fork in my eye. But yeah. but for little Johnny, this is exactly what he needs, is what you're saying, which maybe makes yes. sense now for my teen. Now I can better understand. Yeah. Right. So um, Ned Hallowell gave me a description of ADHD and ADD. It stands for uh, attention deficit disorder and attention deficit hyper disorder. But it's effect- effectively the same thing. And he said, he explained it to me this way, and I'm literally going to quote what he said. He said, we humans have a clock at the back of our brain and four times a second it goes, talk to Mirathu, talk to Mirathu. Have I, have I pronounced your name right? Yes, yes. Oh, God, so good. So good. Okay. Um, talk to Mirathu. And the clock goes, talk to Mirathu. Mm-hmm. Talk to Mirathu. The clock is going, concentrate on what you're doing. Concentrate, talk to Mirathu. You're in a podcast interview. Talk to Mirathu, right? So if I have ADD, my clock is running slowly, not fast. My clock is doing this. It goes, talk to Mirathu. And then my attention wanders and goes, oh, 
what's that over there? And then the clock goes toward Ruth and I'm like, oh, uh, sorry, what did you say? And then my clock doesn't tell me what to do and now I'm looking out of the window and there's a tree and an actual squirrel. There's a squirrel. And now I'm like, what were we doing? Hey, because my attention is wandering because my clock is running slow. So everybody knows that you can help people with ADHD by giving them stimulants. And what that's doing is it's speeding up their clock. So it's going, talk to Maruthu, talk to Maruthu, talk to Maruthu. So I'm like, I'm really concentrated on my, I'm waving my hand furiously like someone going smack, 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 smack on my head. And what happens is a lot of people like to drink coffee because it helps them concentrate, right? Well, what they're doing is they're self-medicating to speed the clock up in their brain so they can concentrate. So we found in Folks at Will that... This music, music like this, does the same thing. This speeds your internal clock up to help you focus and concentrate. You know uh, rowing teams that have the skipper at the back of the boat going mm-hmm. pull, right? Pull is yeah. six in the. In the in, I, I'm in I'm in LA right by the. Uh, right by the harbor and I I see these guys and and then there's a smaller person at the back going pull and they all pull together and what this is doing is it is literally doing the same thing to your brain it is saying pull 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 work 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 now that only works at that level of intensity if you are ADD Mm -hmm. right now you mentioned that this is too much for you but Nature beat is still pretty. <laughs> it is. It is pretty much. But I think there's something with the beat, the tune. And I would say I'm more on the hyper side. Like I'm like you. I'm more on the. Um, which is why sometimes I'm like I wish. Yeah. And you can. What I really loved about your platform is you could do it at like a different intervals, right? Like a low, medium, mm-hmm. high. So. I may do the nature beat. I might do it at a low, so it's yeah. not as intense. Right. But I just feel like everything you explain just explain one of the biggest mysteries of motherhood <laughs> for me or like for with my child, because it's just made so yes. much sense because I, I truly, and I'm, I'm not kind of used to be like, turn off that music. You can't focus with right. that, you know, and this just makes so much sense why it works and why they're like you said, everybody's different. Why everyone's brains react differently and function differently. Wow. And everyone's wired. You know, people always say that I'm not wired that way. I know why everyone's wired differently. And this is we are explains so much. This is why this this is why I knew this is gonna be so fascinating. This is fantastic. Yeah, thank you. Um, if anybody's, if you're listening to this and uh, you want to find out what kind of music works best for you, if you go to focus at will.com, that's focus at will.com. Um, there's a quiz on the homepage, which literally um, is free. You can use it. And it has an 80% accuracy in determining what kind of music, what genre of music will work best for your brain. It's really interesting. Um, we have another science advisor um, called Dr. Evian Gordon, who's a psychiatrist and a physician in San Francisco. And he was telling me about some research that found that uh, the problem with kids on medication is that kids on medication, I mean, what are we doing to our kids? I mean, yeah. come on. So anything that we can do to either reduce or or prevent kids needing medication to be able to work. Um, he found there was a study that showed that in schools, um, kids who have uh, ADD, every 
quite often, like every 30 minutes, they have a big trampoline set up outside and they send the kids out to go crazy on the trampoline for 10 minutes and then they come back in again and they're able to sit and work. Yeah, I've heard that a lot. You know that thing, you know, when your kid's got ADD and they're just shuffling around and then get it out of you and then they can do that. Now, it's not... Uh, we we also sell um, we sell you know there are subscriptions on the system to individuals, but we also have a uh, corporate where if someone um, you, you know you you can buy this for your company or your company and buy it for for big seats seat numbers you know, and we find if a company this happened just the other week with a company called Leftfield Labs who's a design company and marketing company here in LA and they bought a hundred accounts for their, they're a company of about a hundred and they found that 20 or just over 22 of their employees use this all the time. So one in five of the employees, but I mean, that's good to know. But what's fascinating was the CEO called me up and he said, I want to tell you who those 22 people are. He goes, they are my most valuable, most highly paid, most productive employees. These are the people that, that are, you know, these are the chief developers, the designers. This is the other C-suite execs. And he said, they're also the most easily distracted. <laughs> right. What I love about this is it's so simple, right? You're like literally right. clicking on something. It's in your background. You don't have to do anything. You don't have to like install anything. You don't have to. I don't know, customize anything. It's just there. It's this, it's, it's mm-hmm. kind of like so many of these productivity tools that we can, they seem so complicated and there are some that are complicated. I find, and I honestly feel like they overcomplicate life and you don't use all these apps, but this one is so easy. It's like, why wouldn't you just use it? Like, why wouldn't you have it? And I'm so glad that you mentioned that about the productivity levels, the highest performers, you know, the highest achiever yeah. is so linked to this and how easy is it? For anyone listening, if yeah, if you have, if you're in a firm or an organization or it's your own company, why not go to HR or your CEO and say, this is an easily accessible resource that is proven scientifically to improve your productivity. Why wouldn't we just try this? You know, I think it's like no, I said, I have yeah. loved it and I just enjoyed it. I think there's also something when you, when we first started speaking, you said just enjoying work. Right. I do think music even if you, because we don't know necessarily what's going on in our brains. I don't know how to measure any of this. I just know I feel good. Like at the end of the day, I'm like, I feel good. It makes me feel a little better. I feel like a little peppier. I feel a little happier. And there's so much to be said to that, to just make work more enjoyable. You know? No, but if if I said to you, hey, Mrithu, uh, how, how was work today? You'd be like, I had a good day. I got a lot done, right? We, we have a set, or I was kind of, I didn't get much done today. We all have a sense. We have this kind of sixth sense of how we're doing. How am I doing? And as I uh, was just saying, how well you did, how productive you were, really defines your happiness. And um, too many people just have this work experience of you just gritting your teeth and getting through it. That's awful way of living. No. My my listeners know that I often, I relate productivity to an emotion versus a task, like a check. Yeah. So to me, it's how do you emotionally feel at the end of at the end of your day? Like, do I feel successful? Do I feel happy? Do I feel inspired? Then I've had a productive day. And so I couldn't agree with you more. And it's just, there's such a bigger picture that I think we're missing sometimes, or we've lost sight of along the way, you know, just doing, doing, doing of like, how are we like showing up? How are we feeling? What's our, 
our contribution and value is measured by just our happiness and our joy, you know, and that's how it is versus like the check boxes all the time. So it really is. Absolutely. About uh, half of our listeners are um, women in their thirties to Mm fifties working in creative and technical fields. And um, it's been fascinating for me. We have a lot of data. We got a couple of million users and we have a lot of data on, who uses what, where, and when, and which channels people listen to. And the most interesting data for me is that humans all over the world, we got, we got subscribers everywhere, you know, I, from, you know, Australia to you, you name a country, we've, we've got users there. Um, and we humans are pretty much the same. <laughs> we humans. Mm-hmm. But there is one difference that is very consistent. And we take, we have data on the volume that people set in the app. And we find that women tend to listen to the music at a slightly lower level. And that is really interesting. And I think any anyone listening to this who is female, identifies as a female, if you get in the car and your significant other who is a man or a male has been listening to the radio, it is always too loud. I can vouch for it. Yes. <laughs> yes. I have three males in my family and I yeah. am, I am. I'm like the old lady now. I'm like, can you make it lower? Can you make it yeah, lower? Can you turn that down? It's just too loud. I know. It's really interesting. Um, but apart from that, we humans are the same. And, um, as you know, as a mom, especially if you're a mom with uh, with kids who are super talented but ADHD, um, you've got to, you're juggling a lot of balls. There's a lot of things up in the air at any single time, and um, hats off to you. Yeah, I gotta tell you. And um, I can't tell you how many of my clients just say, "I I feel like I have ADD." ADD. It's like it's become this generic kind of term now, and. I feel like I have ADD. I feel like I have ADD because we are, I mean, kids, no kids, mom's not, you know, working with we're just, we're so much, there's so much stimulus right. where we are yeah, connected 24 yeah. seven. It's ubiquitous. It's just everywhere right now. And there is this very overwhelming feeling of just, you know, doing it all, all the time. And so the overwhelm. I think this can really, this, this is just so helpful for, for any, any woman, you know, just no matter what phase you're at, just, right to know that there's a simple way to stay focused. Um, and I imagine, yes, this is at work, but couldn't, and it can be for home stuff you're doing yeah. as well, right? You're like, I just wanted to say, I gotta pay the bills or I gotta totally fold the laundry or make the meal. Like, why not have this again? In that background, it just kind of like calms you and keeps you focused. And yeah. About uh, 15% of the population um, worldwide uh, have some form of distractibility. Mm-hmm. about you know it's like what is it one in eight or something um but if you what's the here's the question that had me just really pondering which is why do we humans why why consistently is a percentage of us humans easily distracted and why do we have those people what is that evolutionarily and again to talk to my science team it's actually really simple uh, when you when you think about it people who are easily distracted, need a lot of things going on at the same time to be calm. They just need a lot of stimulus. 
Mm-hmm. So let's talk about a few ideal jobs where having a lot of stimulus, a lot of things happening to you all the time. For This is an audio recording, so I'm winding, I'm waving my hands around furiously in the background here. What about being an air traffic controller? You've got to keep your eye on a lot of things. You have thousands of people's lives literally in your hands every minute when you're at work. And if you know anybody who works in air traffic control, they are very calm people when they're at work. Any kind of first responder work, police, fire, medics, they're incredibly calm. They, they show up at a scene of an accident and normal people, we're like, oh, what? and they're like, hi, what seems to be the problem? Yeah. Right. Uh, other problems, uh, other careers where there's absolute chaos going on and people dying every second, I would say probably third grade teacher, <laughs> maybe fourth grade. <laughs> That's like battlefield, battlefield triage right there. Being serious, though, you've got friends who are, you know, second, third, fourth grade teachers, and they are very calm at work. Because they've got a lot of things happening at any one moment, and that can't. So you can sum that up as people who are really good in a crisis. If you have ADD, you're really good in a crisis. I suspect you are. Right? Yes. You got to be. You got to be. I've only met you for like half an hour. I'm like, oh yeah, Marisa, you you be the person to call up. They're like, the S-H-T has hit the fan. I'm going to call Marissa. Hey, um, can you, you help me? You'd be like, I got this. Yeah. <laughs> the house is on fire. Someone's stolen the car. The dog's out there. The I got this. Don't worry. Yeah. Right. So it's not always a problem. In fact, for doing the jobs we talked about earlier, it's a requirement. And... Um, so anybody listening to this, if your kids are ADHD, that just means they're likely to be highly gifted, highly productive, extraordinary young humans. You just have to understand they have learning differences. And listening to the ADHD channel on the Focus at Will system, which I'll play a little burst of here, might sound like a... This might sound like a terrific noise to you, but to them, they'll be like, oh, that's great. Like, that's so soothing, Mom. <laughs> <laughs> I have a hilarious email. I have quite a few people write to us on a regular basis. Someone said, um, I got the ADHD channel out, this piece of crap thing that you've whatever. It was one of those kind of eh, kind of emails. And he goes, my seven-year-old son, who I've never been able to have a real conversation with because he's bouncing off the walls all the time, sat down and had a chat with me about some things that he's never done. And he said, I could barely concentrate because... That was playing in the background, but for him, his little shoulders went down and he was able to relax. And it, he said, I'm a believer. Good Lord, that was extraordinary. That is extraordinary. That is so extraordinary. I'm so happy you shared that because it's yeah. like I said, yeah, it's across generations, across ages, across whatever you're doing. This can just impact you. I, I truly said when we started this, this can be life changing. I think this is a life changing. Um, I- To anybody else that's listening to this, I just want to explain, we also have a couple of beautiful channels that sound like this. Because some people actually need this energy of work when they're working. Right. We have another channel called Focus Bar, which sounds like this. Literally spa type music. So there are many different types of music on the system. And the secret is to find the genre that works best for you and then find the intensity or the energy level of that genre. 
nearly nine people, I think it's like 89% of our users find the channel and the energy combination and never change it because that just works for them. I was actually going to ask that. Do people really change based on their behavior or mood? But it sounds like mostly you stick with it, which is interesting because I've only been using it for a couple of weeks and I haven't changed it, which is funny. They said that I've changed whether if I've gone from low, medium or high, but I basically just keep it on that nature beat. So that is that is really interesting. I can't imagine how much cool information you gather from all the data that you're, um, you know, that you're retrieving and how um, how that impacts sort of how you're developing maybe new sounds or um, just. It's all science-based. Yeah. Very cool. Very cool. Listen, mm-hmm. you know, I could talk about this forever, but I think anyone listening knows I am loving this software. I'm really, when I say I'm obsessed with it, I am. I don't just say things if I'm not using it. So please let us know how can we connect? How do we get on it? How do we get that test? Like, what is the best way? And uh, yeah, let's take it from there, please. Well, first of all, it's focus at will.com. That's the main portal to 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 find out what we're doing. Um, I'm, I'd love to hear from people. Drop me a note. I am. One of the things I'm obsessed with is finding out people's productivity tips. Mm-hmm. A podiatrist. I think that's the right. Is that what it's called? A foot doctor? Yes. Yeah. Uh, someone wrote me um, just this week and said, uh, here's a tip for you. A few guys. I'm like, what is it? They, he, he said, your ankles have to be perpendicular to your feet. So you have to have your feet flat on the door, fat on the floor, and make sure that your ankles are, perp- are at 90 degrees to your feet. So if you are, if you are, for, he said it makes a big difference to your posture and the blood flow or something. I was like, wow. And I tried it. I discovered that my chair was a little at the wrong height. And I've been sitting here in my broadcast studio with my feet at a slightly weird angle where my I have to put them behind my front of my chair to sit properly. And so I've, I've been kind of cramping my feet. And I found just moving my feet out and altering the height of my hair, the ergonomics of this made a huge difference. It's like, I wish I knew that. <laughs> We're going to have to do a whole other follow-up episode on random productivity tips because I, I hear ah, so many of these things too. This is actually a great episode do that it. we've got, we got to do. Well, we should maybe think about that in the future. No, I would love, love to. It. We have some, there's some great ones. Here's another one that um, I did a podcast interview yesterday and, and someone asked me, what, you know, what's another one? I said, oh, here's one I do know about when you're working, you've got to make sure that you face the door, right? Mm-hmm. Because... If your back is to the door, the fight or flight thing, this thing in your mind is always like someone might come in and surprise me. Oh. This puts us on edge a little bit. And I looked <laughs> I looked on the screen um, with the interview I was doing, and this guy had four doors behind him. <laughs> he was like sitting in a hallway. <laughs> I like, Do you ever think that that... There's four doors, not just a door. You can see here, yeah. in my I've got one door behind me, but it's locked and I locked it. But he said there are four doors. And, and I said, I, if you want to turn your desk around and face the doors, you may find that it just gives you a, <laughs> a, a slight sense of, but a sense of safety when you're working. Right. <laughs> Funny. Okay, so we are. Did you wait? Did you let them know where they can drop you a note with these awesome tips? Did we say Will that? at focusatwill.com. Perfect. Drop me a note. I love to hear from you and we get back to everybody. Um, any any tips at all about hydration or you know different kinds of music that you found or just really interested in furthering the cause for for people uh, you know, not wasting time Absolutely. when you work. 
Will, this was awesome. Thank you so much. You dropped such great tips, so much for us to think about. But I, most importantly, I cannot wait for everyone just to jump off. Wait a minute. Let's get to the end, end of this. Don't multitask. Get onto the tab. Get on Focus at Will and sign up. And you've got to try it. And then if you love it, let us know. Let Will know your biggest takeaways. Let me know your biggest takeaways. And if we have not connected. What are you waiting for? Also be sure to subscribe to this podcast. You can hear other amazing guests and other fantastic productivity tips and tools. If you like what you're hearing, you're going to love even more my email. So if you're not on my list, I strongly encourage you to sign up at lifeisorganized.com forward slash hacks. You'll also get some great goodies that I only reveal in my emails. I promise you're going to get very valuable tips about getting control of your time, your day, energy, and thoughts. You will be entertained and you will always walk away with an actionable insight. So come on over to lifeisorganized.com forward slash hacks. Thank you so much for your time, for your loving vibes, your positive energy, and know that I'm sending them right back your way. See you next time on Productivity on Purpose. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.